Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair and sit on your knees for we have a story to tell you we're still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. I am Henry Moses. And I'm Gabriel Moses. We are super happy to be here with you and thank you for joining us wherever you may be. you actually messed up. Don't ever interrupt me again. Because you said super. Instead of soupy, but you interrupt me again. I'm trying to save you. I'm going to throw your cat at you. This is what this is all about. I'm trying to help you. Growth. Help me help you. Soupy happy. See, when you read it, you mess things up. Y'all are producers here today. So he's not actually on the show. He's just sitting here watching us with headphones <laughs> on. <laughs> and nothing makes him happier than when we mess up. So we were just talking about it right before the show. And Miles was explaining to us how our goof-ups and how he likes it that Gabe reads because our goof-ups bring him the greatest joy. So, Our goof-ups? I'm like, yeah. My faults, my failures bring happiness to you. Yeah. Okay. It. Okay. Well, I can bring you joy all day, yeah. Barfield. I got tons of those. You're going to be a happy camper today. Our goof-ups make Miles soupy happy. I'm going to say soupy from now on, but I did get ridiculed for saying soupy doopy. When did you say soupy doopy? On the last one, on the last one that came out, Carrie goes, "When you said soupy doopy, it made me cringe." <laughs> I was like, "How?" Oh. <laughs> I was like, "So what? No soupy doopy?" She's like, "Stop saying that." I was like, mm, "I'm going to say it again." And now, soupy rather doopy. than that, we've now said it three or four or five times. Yep. Soupy Doopy could become a thing, Carrie. <laughs> it's definitely going to become a thing the next time I see her. Yeah, you're going to have to shoot her with it. Cause oh, that's Soupy Doopy. Soupy Doopy annoying. Soupy Doopy Soup, awesome. Yeah, that's it. Soupy Doopy Doo. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And I'll tell you a funny thing, too. Miles was telling us how when these dang pets bump their gums, mm-hmm. sometimes he just chooses to leave the sounds in there. I didn't know that. It makes like sense, it. but I did not realize. Let it be. This is reality. I don't know, dude. One of them, and, and it's funny because I don't think you could tell, but on that which episode was it where you were just mm. downtrodden by the end of it? and Confessing our sins. Yeah, confessing our sins. <laughs> <laughs> we took it off. I thought it was fine. And next thing I know, you're sitting there, you're just gloom and doom, and no, uh, it was horrible because the cat came in at me <laughs> three times. Oh, it brings it, it brings the unknown into trying to control. You know, we're trying to record here. Yeah, we're trying to say something that might help, be helpful in some way. And then you got that meow, and you just yeah, my concentration goes right out the door. I'm like, wow. And then we go to start this one today. Mm-hmm. And the second I start the intro, the second, here comes the meow. Jack had something to say that was more important than what you did. Come on, man. What the heck? Anyway, it was your birthday this week. Yep. Yep. 42? 4-2. 4-2. I like it. I had a friend text me and say, hey, she's like, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 42. And I'm like, I'm... I feel it in some ways. And she goes, I prefer to look at it as levels. You're at level 42. Like a game. Like a game. Yeah. And I thought, dude, that is the legit way to look at getting older. You've reached level 42. 
Yeah. You know, I can't stand is when someone, the way it's become the kind of common era, era thing to say, oh, you know, he's 42 years young. Don't say it. You I know, hate Give that. me a break with that stuff. 42 years young. As if it's something wrong, the whole PC. Yeah, he can't hurt people's feelings no, and call them old. No, you're taking this way too far on that. That's not... 42 years young. It's a compliment. That's like they say, it's how old are you now? You're turning 22 now? That's not wrong. I guess if you're I talking to a lady, okay. But we don't... Us guys don't need that. I'm 46 years old. Dang right. it, I earned every I single one it. of those yeah, stripes right. that I've got. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I didn't think I'd make it past 21. Yeah, no. I really, for, for my late teen years, I don't on, remember I didn't, I that time make it. too well, but yeah. Ugh. Yep. What do you think about that? How does that make you feel? I'm pretty good. I'm Best time of my life. My life's, my life's come to a place that I actually feel free to, you know, to pursue God in the fullest way that, that I can. It's, it's, here's what's cool about it is I don't, over the years, I've had things that kept me from him and kept me from reading my Bible, for instance, we'll use that one mm-hmm. or, or you could say praying more, but there was always these internal struggles with that happened in me due to the external things that were happening to me. And so I always had those as fallbacks of why don't I read more in the word? Why don't I pray more? Why don't I volunteer more at church? And uh, or or anywhere that builds the kingdom, but now there's it's the opposite. Now there's I have no excuse. My life has come to a place that feels right. I don't feel attacked. I don't feel anything, and so there's nothing left except for my discipline to mm-hmm. read the word. Yeah, that's cool. My discipline to pray, to spend time in prayer over somebody, or mm-hmm. my volunteer time at church. And I'm really happy to say, thank goodness, all those are up. I, I do do more of those things, but not near as much as I know I could or should per, on a personal level. That's each person's walk with God is going to indicate to them what they're going to do. But mm-hmm. mine, I know I could do more, but there's no excuse why I don't. So I'm like, Ooh. but you are doing more. You're doing more now than you were yesterday. You know, I am doing more now than you were a year ago. Yep. Yep. And that's a, uh, that's a that's a step by step thing. I mean, you think about it, it's easy for us to get down on ourselves with the Very easy. I should be doing more, which we should always remain disciplined and be challenging ourselves to do better. But mm-hmm. man, if I think about the difference of me from twenty one to now. Oh gosh. When I was twenty one I would have given anything to be in the place that I am right yes. now. Yes. You know, you're always wanting to get better, you're always wanting to be further along the path. And you should, again, always be challenging yourself. But man, I mean, yeah, I think about the how far you've come from from then to now. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Would the 21-year-old you view the, what are you, 46? Six. Yep. View the 46-year-old you as religious? Curious question. Well, what do you mean by religious? Like intense and judgy? Uh, or would or would you go? I think I'd have been too drunk to think one to way, think or the way about <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, didn't I don't think thought. I'd have cared either way. I'd have been, but the twenty-one-year-old me was sitting there thinking, "I better get this junk figured out quick because I'm on a bad path." I mean, the twenty-one. I remember when I turned twenty-one, it was 
get drunk, pass out. I passed out by 10, woke up at midnight, called on my friends to find them to meet at the bar and continue on. So yeah, that was the 21 year old me. So would yeah. the, that and where I was going yeah. with that thinking mm-hmm. about it, I'm like, okay, what was my point in that? But just would, would that person be, um, intimidated because you were a Christian when you were 21. Yeah. Well, I still, I did love the Lord. Yeah. And so I, I think that's a little bit the difference of our 21 versus a lot of current 21 mm-hmm. is, <laughs> is that, is that we did, and Jenny and you and I, I think it was that we're talking about it the other day, but we kind of had this, this, even though we were falling away from the Lord, there was no question as to whether there was the Lord, yeah. whether there was yeah. that. So for me, it was more a, yeah, if I don't figure this out, I'm going to hell. Yeah. You know? And so I think I would have liked someone like me. Mm-hmm. I would have mm-hmm. thought, man, I need to, I need to, to get to be friends with that guy. You know, maybe he'd be willing to talk to me. Maybe glean yeah. something from him. You like yeah. that word glean? Glean. Glean. I'm gleaning. I'm gleaning. How much, how far, oh, we're a little ways into this. Let's, how about we jump into the topic? So that I don't, so people don't begin to transition it. Unforgiveness about our long chattiness. Yeah, yeah, they might not forgive us, which we're called to forgive. So, Gabe, today we're going to be talking about the problem with harboring unforgiveness, what it does, and how it affects us versus forgiveness and why we should do it. Mm -hmm. So, let me read from John chapter 20, verse 19 through 23. It says, on the evening of that day, the first of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands in his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending to you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. So kind of what made me start thinking about this this week, it was actually last Sunday, and we were driving to church, and you know, Creighton's always reading his Bible. Mm -hmm. And so Creighton was sitting next to me and, we were kind of chilling, and Creighton hits me up. He's like, what does this mean? If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. What are your thoughts on that? The second part makes total sense. The first part throws me. If if you forgive the sins of many, they are forgiven. Of any. Of any. If you forgive, you as in disciples... Is that saying if a disciple or a person who has mm-hmm. God in their life... That's who he's talking to in this moment. ...forgives yeah. any, then they are forgiven. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird, right? That's, I'm like, I can't forgive some. I'm like, <laughs> I, I can't... They can't be forgiven by me. Who am I? But they kind of can. If you offer somebody forgiveness... I had to think about it for a second. At first, I was like... That's yeah, because I'm weird. like, is that like saying if the table's brown, it's brown? So one of the things I've learned... In studying the scripture is if you're not sure on what something means, 
go and read before it and after it. Yeah. And kind of get, get an idea of the context of it. Yeah, so I like that. That's why I went all the way we back to verse here. 19. And at first I had to kind of do that with Creighton. I was, I was like, okay, let me, let me look at this. So verse 19, or actually it's, let's see, the part that stood out to me, okay, is in verse 19. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them. So so he was they were afraid of the Jews. They were having to lock the doors. Mm-hmm. But who is it that they were going to be ministering to shortly thereafter and bringing the gospel to? It would be the Jews and the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. The Jews being a big part of who they were going to be speaking to mm-hmm. and bringing the, the word of God, the gospel to. So if they weren't able to forgive them, because it's kind of weird, and then right after that, he doesn't say anything else about that. Thomas is doubting him and all this. But just in the middle, he says, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. I think what he's talking about is, is, is being able to make sure that you're able to offer forgiveness to people. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to, to do much witnessing. It is really hard to to be a witness to people and especially with the 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 divisiveness of here in America the two parties um I'm sure in other countries there there's divisiveness among their parties mm-hmm. or you even think of a dictatorship there's there there are the ones in power and then the ones that that don't have the power and are and are you know very likely struggling with forgiveness towards the people and how they're treated in communist countries, third world countries, things of that nature. Okay, but so I'm still not clear. If you forgive them, they're forgiven? Yes. So if you forgive a person, like I I forgive you, right? We're told, you go back to whenever Jesus tells us to forgive, not once, not twice, but 70 seven. times seven, seven, which essentially is as many times as it takes. So we do offer forgiveness, but when you just read that scripture, it kind of seems like we're offering eternal forgiveness. There's a difference. He's not saying we're offering them eternal forgiveness, Ah. forgiveness of their sins, but he's saying we can't, don't be harboring these ill will. All right, okay, so if you forgive, then they're forgiven. But at first, when you read it, it's like, what? Not like God now forgives. Right. You, yeah, you forgave him. Yeah, you're okay. not speaking on behalf of God. God already says He'll forgive if we repent. He already says that. And so, so I was so I was thinking about it though. And Gabe, I think, I think one of the biggest problems, and there are different problems. We'll kind of get to those and talking about them. But to me, and you tell me what you think. I think the worst part. Well, it's kind of a conjunction between two of the, two of the things I was thinking about. But the worst part of of not offering people forgiveness is if is how it's going to affect your witness to them. One, if I don't forgive somebody, I'm not going to good night, cat. <laughs> I'm not going to. If, if, let's say they're not saved. Mm-hmm. Then that's going to say and say they were spreading. Man, we had stuff spread about us, you know, at Pantex. I don't know how many times people Henry, spread, Henry spreading praises. Yeah, spreading I, praises. I yes, right. Sorry, I looked at Miles when I said that, but but I, I had some crazy rumors spread about me and stuff. I had to go address with different mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. 
And it, of course, it made me mad. No, you know, don't be saying that stuff again. Uh, but, but now, hopefully, I've grown from then to now. Now it was just more about how it was affecting me. I'd like to think that now, Gabe, I'd be more more concerned about what my witness is, what my we're essentially the face of God to the people around us. Mm-hmm. So if we're running around not forgiving these people, did they have the right to say that about me? No. Does that matter? No. Ultimately, if I don't offer forgiveness, I can be upset about it. I'm not saying we're going to be perfect in that way. But if I don't offer them forgiveness and I sit there and harbor that, one, it's going to sit there and it's going to simmer. It's going to simmer up. It's going to fester up just like an infection. And it just gets worse and worse, am I right? The more, the longer you go without forgiving somebody and just kind of. And then two, whenever I am around that person, they're going to feel it. They're going to feel it. Whether it's a Christian or not a Christian, they're going to feel that from you. And it's going to be, and it's going to be, my goodness. It's going to be. So dog's not your best friend. It's a cat's your best My friend. My gosh. <laughs> but you get where I'm going with that. I think so. That was a lot. Miles, you want to jump on real quick? If we're supposed to be the example of the light. So if while we're forgiving somebody, somebody does the worst thing possible to us and we're willing to forgive them, we're showing them that same grace that we've been given. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So you're you're actually being an example of the light for that person. So that, that's a that scripture is a reminder to me to constantly be that for people. You need to be ready to forgive all the time, mm-hmm. actively forgive, mm-hmm. hoping for the chance to be able to forgive. So you can always be the light for the person to show the, to show <laughs> these. I, I, do you think that's natural? No. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 we talked before the podcast that. I hold on to stuff still yeah. that's happened for years and years yeah. and years ago. And it's just a constant daily struggle working through those things. And you may not be completely forgiving that person yet, but you're actively working on it and talking to them and always trying to move forward. It doesn't mean you will. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're not going to strip, step, trip and fall. I'm going to edit that out, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that can go on the end. No, it's, that's going to get edited Trip, out. Step, I, would, I will never put one of my things <laughs> at the end. Yeah, but I'm going to keep saying so much stuff about it. That it's just, <laughs> It'll be embedded in the show. Gabe, are you tripping, stepping, and pipping? I'm rocking and rolling, man. He's just soopy-doopy happy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the, the other one is, as you're forgiving that person, you're, you're working on your own forgiveness. You're understanding forgiveness better. So you have to understand forgiveness to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. So if we understand what we've been forgiven from, because to us, to me, I'm the worst sinner in this mm-hmm. entire room. Yeah. It's You guys haven't come close to my I sin. agree with you, so. <laughs> yeah. No, <I'm> <laughs> I know you're bad. I know you. <laughs> but for me, I'm the worst sinner here. So if I've been forgiven for everything I've done, there's nothing that that person's done to me, no matter what they've done, that I haven't done to God a hundred times over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So by forgiving them, I'm being an extension of that same forgiveness that was given to me. So I'm being the light. So you, so you consciously think about. I'm always thinking. It doesn't mean I always go with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. like it's like being on a diet. While you're eating that chocolate cake, you're thinking I shouldn't be eating this. 
Yep. You finish it, you're just thinking, I'm so dirty. Uh, it's it's <laughs> the same thing. Is somebody wrongs you, our instinct is to lash back out. If somebody punches you in the face, your instinct is to hit them back. Yeah. <laughs> and But you're thinking in the back of your head as a Christian, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's so, it's, and there's so many different levels of forgiveness. The, the, I mean, there's anything from somebody cutting you off in the highway to your spouse having an affair on you to somebody, a friend stabbing you in the back, you know, unintentionally or intentionally, whatever the case may be, uh, to, to your boss, you know, Gabe, we were talking about it with Jenny this morning to your boss, promoting somebody over you and you feel like you should have got the promotion, whatever the case may be. There's so many, I wonder, I mean, how many times a day do you think that we have the opportunity to practice forgiveness? How many times a day are you forgiven? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Probably That's once right. or twice for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> times, you know, 70 times seven, you know. But it is, but it is, and but I don't. It, but it's funny. I don't think we. I don't think we think about that a whole lot. I, I don't think we see it as opportunity to forgive. How many opportunities do we have to forgive? But if we think about it that way, it is opportunity to forgive. Opportunity to essentially be a witness through forgiveness, right? What do you think, Gabe? I like that. I mean the. The, I like what Miles what Miles said. If you get you know punched in the face, it's a natural instinct to, mm-hmm. you know. But it, it and again it comes back to how far down the road in your walk are you, instinctually at the begin. You know you just get saved, and say you're a raw type of person, a pretty hard type of person. Mm-hmm. You just got you invited Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. Yesterday, someone mm-hmm. comes up and hits you today, you're probably going to punch them right back. It's it's instinctual. But the more your life converts and you become his, God's, and less of your own over the course of time, less and less will you punch back. And more and more you would recognize this person, this person is not walking with the Lord. They They may not understand much about him. And it is me who is going to get this rare opportunity mm-hmm. to to exemplify. So, in other words, what's more important to us? How we present? Well, hopefully, more than that. Mm-hmm. Not just more important, but who you are now becoming. Right. It should become more instinctual to not punch a person back, and and less instinctual to act out in uh, frustration. But even in punching them back, you can still learn from that. You can because you, you're gonna you're gonna have two opportunities. One, you're gonna know how you feel right after you did it. Mm-hmm. So if you don't look at that like, oh, I messed up, and instead you look at it like, okay, I need to grow. I'm not quite there yet. That's a lesson learned. I need to grow a little bit more. But it's also a chance. Now I've got to humble myself, <laughs> and I've got to go mm-hmm. apologize to this person. I've got to tell them I messed up. This is how I messed up. Christian shouldn't. Not just a Christian shouldn't act that way. I shouldn't act that way. That's not who I want to be. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to be better. This is how I messed up. This is how I wronged you. And whether they forgive you or not, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And that's a third lesson we can learn. Is That's so, between them and so God. So you're essentially saying forgiving yourself as well mm-hmm. in the moments that you make mistakes. Well, that's that scripture gets into how can you really understand forgiveness if you're not willing to forgive somebody? Mm-hmm. 
You can't. I don't think you really can. You can't. I don't think it's possible. But forgiving is a it's a it's a hard it's it's kind of it's kind of hard to define because it, you sit there and go, I'm I forgive you, I forgive you for punching me in the face, but then you you go away and dwell on it for days, and you think to yourself, I see him again, I might punch him. So should you tell him I forgive? I, I do forgive you, and I'm working at it. Mm. But <laughs> and, I mean, I'm, and I'm working at it. I, I, like I would that. say make sure they know <laughs> I'm I'm trying to work through this. You mm-hmm. wrong. You hurt me. You hurt me you really hurt bad. Me. This is yeah. how you hurt me. And I'm I'm struggling with it, but I'm working toward forgiving you. Help me work toward forgiving. <laughs> exactly. And I think it's important to go to recognize that part and and to maybe let someone know that that is. I like that. A lot because if you want to get even more painful, I, yeah. <laughs> say, let's pray together right now <laughs> and pray that pray for this relationship. I think, yeah, I think that's a good point. I mean, I think kind of talking about what forgiveness is, have an understanding of what it is. And let me ask y'all this. Why do you think we don't want to give it? Why do you think it's not our natural instinct to offer pride. forgiveness? Pride. Yeah. I mean, that's all that it is. It's you pride. hurt me. I don't deserve to be treated that way. Pride. So it is essentially, because I was thinking about it earlier, it it really is essentially raising yourself when you're, and y'all tell me if I'm wrong on this, but to me, it seems like when you're not offering forgiveness to somebody, which is crazy because God, like you said, Miles, earlier, God offers us forgiveness for so many things that, heck, Gabe, even you don't know about me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Struggles I may be having or thoughts or whatever the case may be that God consistently offers me forgiveness for, but then we don't want to go turn around and offer that. Are we not taking ourselves or in our own minds taking ourselves and putting, raising ourselves at a higher level of this person? I will not offer you my forgiveness, which really is... Counter, counter to what really happens because God actually is so much higher than, than us mm-hmm. and yet he does offer it and he is the one that's, that's legit higher. We're, we're not higher than anybody else. We're not better than anybody else. But are we not essentially telling this person, I'm, 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 I'm not going to offer you this? Well, that's this what, is that's the what the whole I, rule of the log in your eye, that's what that's all about. Yeah. Is don't go to that person and approach them if, until you understand your own sin. So before I confront you about your sin, I need to understand that I'm a sinner too because what that does is it brings me under you. Mm-hmm. So now I see myself as lower than you because I'm, a, like I said earlier, I'm a bigger sinner than you are. So whenever I come up and say, you got this going on, this is how you wronged me, I'm going to approach it completely different. Coming to you with, I'm a bigger sinner than you. Yeah. But I don't want you to mess up either. I don't want to be bitter toward you. Mm-hmm. So we got to work it out. I'm going to print out or point out your flaw, but I'm a sinner too. Well, and when you do go and approach that person, if you're able to go with that heart, with a heart of forgiveness, it's easy too. Because you still need to go approach the person, mm-hmm. but it is easier, right? I mean, if, if you've gotten your heart right in regards to that person, then it, then your heart's because. Here's the other thing. You go to talk to that person, they may not respond back to you 
the way that you're <laughs> hoping that they're going to. You have this whole idea in your mind because you've already set your heart straight with having expectations to how this conversation is going to go. And you go and then say they lash back out at you. Mm-hmm. How do we respond? You know, if if our heart's not at the right place in that moment, we're not going to respond back too well. Nope. But that I would love that to happen to some people because then they can have the eye-opening experience that, no, you really didn't forgive them or whatever, or you really weren't trying to Maybe correct it. Maybe you're this. not right. You so what does it mean, You weren't trying to correct it. What does it mean? Does it mean, what does forgiveness mean? Like, are there different levels? Are there, how fast? Instantly? Well, should, if you, should we? If you say you forgive, I think it's over. I think that is, the Bible says that when God forgives us, it's thrown into the sea of forgetfulness and it is over. You are clean. Yeah. And so he's our example. And if you're not doing that, you ain't doing it right. It's over. Now, is the hurt over? No, it's still stung. And then of course comes boundaries. Okay. if So it's a conscious decision, right? Wouldn't you say it starts with that? I think it's way, I think it starts with that, yes, but yeah. I think it's deeper than we can understand. Yeah, yeah. I think there's something there that God's like, okay, do what I'm telling you to do because I know how good it is for you and for a hundred reasons why. But for us, he's, it, it, we'll understand some of it, but the benefit is infinitely more than we could possibly understand. That's why we just do what the Bible says. It took me a long time to to get to a place where I was mm-hmm. going, why don't I, why didn't I just do what the Bible said? I've learned over the years this part was right, that part was right, that part. I think it's deeper than we can understand forgiveness. Jesus is one of his last words. Forgive them, Father. They don't know what they're doing. That's fine, because I'm I'm thinking about that while we're sitting here talking about this. When we think of that moment, we're always quick as Christians to say, Jesus was quick to forgive. But if you think about it, he spent his whole life preparing for that moment. Mm -hmm. How many times does it talk about Christ went off from the others to go and pray and would spend hours in prayer, Mm -hmm. time with the Father? And I think, is that not a key component? How much time we're spending in the presence of the Lord, in the word of the Lord, that's going to then translate over to how quickly we're able to let something go, to forgive. Well, it comes back to your motive, doesn't it? Your true heart's um, intent is your true heart's intent to honor God and to uh, uh, show, to be under service of Him toward people. If that's your true motive, it will be easier to forgive. But if 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 it's 50-50, 50, 50, <laughs> 50 you, 50 God is going to be definitely, hit or miss. It's, it's going to be it, hit or it's miss as to how harder you, to forgive yeah. over and and how long will you prolong this thing? It's easier the more you are looking toward God and it's harder when you're just for yourself. And a part of, heck, I used to have a thing that was like, man, I I did want vengeance. I wanted payback. I thought this person deserves to suffer for what they did to me. They deserve it. And found myself even 
wondering how to make that happen at times. That's wrong. But then then comes a verse, vengeance is mine. God says vengeance is mine. Well, do I trust that? Do I trust that he will do it his way? And And hopefully, eventually, we go... I don't want you to hurt them, God. Could they? Could could you give them something to help mm-hmm. them understand what they did was so bad? Right? And then, you know, easier to forgive that way when you go on. Okay, this person is really, really off off the straight and narrow path that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. They're lost. They wouldn't do that if they weren't lost. They well, I think do that's that a good point lost. to pray. If you can pray for the ones that you need to offer forgiveness to, mm-hmm. that does a certain thing, something to your heart. Is that next level? I don't know. I mean, I think, I mean, is it not sometimes kind of similar to what you were talking about earlier with making the decision? You have to make the decision. It has to be a conscious yeah. decision. One of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control, self-discipline, which mm-hmm. we've talked about mm-hmm. that a little bit. Making the choice, kind of like an alcoholic, making the choice. Anything that you do that you're off uh, a diet, you know, starting a diet, you have to make the choice at the beginning. It has to be a conscious decision and recognition that you have a problem. It has to be, it has to be a discipline that you put into your life. I'm going to start implementing anytime I'm angry at somebody one of the first things I'm going to do is pray for that person. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, practice. Oh, my practice, gosh. I mean, practice. the thought of doing that for me, I mean, Jared drives me still. Oh, wait, no, sorry, Jared, if you're listening to this. I, I didn't mean to let that slip, but no. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, look, in our family, a very loud, boisterous, opinionated family, mm-hmm. We definitely have our times where we've rubbed each other a little raw, mm-hmm. you know. Um, coworkers, it's not, we work a lot. I mean, we're all kind of a big, happy family where we work. But it hadn't always been that way. Out at Pantex, like I was talking about earlier, my first instinct was not, I need to pray for this person. And Miles, you remember, why we were in the Bible all the time back then. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because I think about it, Gabe. We were pent up in the Word constantly, maybe more than I've ever been in my life. And my natural instinct towards some of the people, you know, we worked a lot around a lot of military people that I'm proud to have worked with mm-hmm. and proud of the service that they've done. I love our vets, but it can mm-hmm. create a bit of a harsh type environment and that's, you know, everything they have to go through. And so I definitely caught some verbal beatings over over my walk with God and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Mm-hmm. And my first instinct was not, I need to be praying for that person. You know, my, my first instinct was, I hate you. <laughs> you, know? you want some of me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was. Yeah. <laughs> Hot. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. We, we, could, we could go on about that one. Yeah. Tell us. My. Oh, gosh. I will Maybe, maybe they need to forgive you. So up to this point, Everything you've talked about with forgiveness could be related to Christians or non-Christians. But I would actually kick it up a notch with when it comes to forgiving Christians. So mm. well, before we go approach a Christian that's wronged us, that we need to forgive, we need to st- take, take a minute and step back. When Jesus died on the cross, 
Did he die for our sins? Yep. I mean, he died for all of our sins yep. as Christians. Even the Christians that you can't stand. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, there's some people you just don't like. Yeah. So when you're not willing to forgive that person, basically what you're saying is, is they owe you personally for wronging you. Mm-hmm. So whether they, you know, apologize to you or not, you're still requiring them to apologize to you. Whether you, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You should, as Christian themselves, they should want to do that. But basically what you're saying is, is I know Jesus died up for your sins. I know that he paid the price, but you still owe me a little bit. Before so, I'm going to offer. So Jesus' blood covered everything except this part you did to me. And you owe me for that. <laughs> so his blood doesn't cover that. I'm holding you accountable. Yeah. So <laughs> the blood of Jesus <laughs> didn't cover your sin because of what you did to me. So, I mean, that, that's a, a thought that will rip your heart out if you really think about it. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a scary I, thought. I wonder what's... Who's easier to forgive, Christians or non? For me, it would be non. Non, to be honest. I know. I know. That's weird. I hadn't really thought about that until you brought that point. Just, <laughs> well, because oh as Christians, we're supposed to be this, and yeah, we're we're so diverse. And you know, people on the outside. We talked about that earlier. Is people on the outside see us as either a crazy charismatic or a, a strict legalist. You know, we're we're supposed to be in the middle somewhere, but. It, it's it's complicated because as Christians we we expect that person to be yeah. on a whole different level. We when expect you, them to be family because we forget how diverse we actually are. The three of us are completely different people. You two are different, even though you're brothers. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's all of our mindsets going to be a little bit different, and everything that happens to you in your life, you're going to be a little bit different. Have you ever looked at a, a thirty or a forty year veteran Christian? And and thought and saw them act a certain way and said, "I thought you'd be past that by now." Well, that happened all your pantics. That happened thought, all the time. I, I can't <laughs> believe you would do that to somebody after walking with the Lord for forty years. And it, you know, it catches you off guard. So still make mistakes. And then you're forty years. And you're judging a Christian <laughs> over here. And yeah, you're you're at the forty year level, yeah. and some kid comes up to you and says, "Man, you should be better than better that. than that." Uh, oh, oh. You're right. I should be. Why am I not? Still drinking milk instead of eating <laughs> meat. Yeah. Or are we holding ourselves to the same standards that we hold other people? Others too. And are, when are we granting others the same grace that we grant to ourselves? And there's things well, that for the forgiveness of yourself is a whole nother episode. <laughs> because yeah, right. do we actually forgive oh ourselves? I mean, you brought up earlier everything you did when you were younger. That should yeah. be that's dead. That Moses, that Henry is dead and gone. So yep. should he even be talked about anymore? Yeah, you know, I'll tell you all a funny story about that. Gabe, you and I were Gabe was making a joke about it this morning, but I have a realtor friend of mine that when we first started working together, she loves the Lord, Christian woman, and we were talking, and so I was telling her my testimony, and as we're going through it and I'm telling the different parts, pretty rough parts. She keeps saying shame. Every time I say something, she says shame. Shame. And I'm like, that's weird. (laughs) I'm thinking this lady is so nice. You won't find a nicer person than this lady. And, uh, 
And so it's you know, it's my friend Tiffany Bellflower. And so anybody that knows her knows, man, I don't know Sweetheart. anybody with a more positive Harmless. countenance. Than, yeah. But she keeps saying shame. Every time I tell something deep, she says shame to me. And I just would keep saying, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just keep talking. And I'm like, if, if anybody's going to say that to me, let it be this person that's so nice. Yeah. And so... Finally, after about the 15th time of her saying shame, I say, you know, you would think there would be, but because of the grace and forgiveness of God, I really don't feel any shame anymore, you know, and all this. And she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she then says, I shame. Go, I, go about shame. A, I go about a minute forward, and she pumps the brakes, and she goes, oh. And she goes, wait, 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 wait. And she goes, did you think I was saying shame all this time? And I said, yeah, you know, I, I thought it was a little weird, but <laughs> if it's going to come from somebody, it may as well be you because you're the nicest person in the world. And she started laughing. She goes, I was saying same. Same. Same for me. Same. I wasn't saying shame. That's funny. I said, well, you know, I thought it was a little weird. Shame. But, you know, so talking about not living in shame. No matter how many times somebody hits you with shame. I chase my dogs around the house and point at them and say, shame. Shame. And they put their head down. That was funny. Yes. Yes. I felt like my head was about to go down. I thought maybe I should be living in shame with this person's shame. telling me that this many times, and she's nice. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, no so. shame. But it is, man. That's man. That's yeah. Thinking about thinking about forgiveness with with other Christians. God, that is the hard thing, because you do feel like you're in the Bible, you're in the church, you hear the same sermons that I hear. I'd expect you to know better than that, better. Which accountability is not a bad thing, but I guess it's the angle with which we're approaching it. Are we approaching it from, I want you to be better in your walk with the Lord, and so I'm going to talk with you about this? Or are we approaching it from, you did this to me? And it gets more into that. As a Christian, you, you personally wronged me because you're not acting like a good Christian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So your walk's not between you and just between you and God. Your walk's between God and me. <laughs> is basically what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's just that's basically, I mean, that's that but it's funny because we would hope we would hope to have the grace given to us when we fall, not if. But are we are we willing to offer that same grace and forgiveness to others when they fall? Mm-hmm. To our spouse, to our brother, to our producers, to our, you know. The talent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, the talent, Miles. You probably need to forgive us every time you go to edit a show. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you got... I, can, I can just make you go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> well, yeah, how quick... And then forgive me afterwards. Let's just throw, throw you, Miles, in here. How quick would you say you are to forgive when somebody wrongs you? Let's, I have some that are ongoing. <laughs> ongoing, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, it, it goes back to went all the way back, I guess, what, 10, 12 years ago now, maybe longer than that, when I was a deacon. And, I mean, I still struggle with things there. And I actually have tried to reach out to that pastor 
and completely he's completely cut me off but and that's a whole nother level of mm-hmm. well now i'm mm-hmm. mad about that yeah. <laughs> they don't want to hear from yeah. you huh so i've had to deal with all that so i mean it and you may forgive somebody and then 20 years later something kicks off again and now you've got to struggle with the whole thing all over again kind of and you have to work through it wound. yeah Real. And it doesn't mean you didn't forgive them. It just means that wound is still there. And those are two different things that we have to understand. And I, w- I wonder about that. If the wound is still there, did you forgive them? Yeah. What's, I gotta, what's the evidence? I got to throw it out there. Well, that gets into Don't what I was talking them. about earlier, though. Yeah. Just because when you go up to somebody and say you forgive them, are you really prepared mm-hmm. to walk through that process? Mm-hmm. It's not just... You know, I forgive you. Okay, mm-hmm. now we just that'd be great. We go eat blue sky together. <laughs> it's it's not like that. It's that's where blue sky is. Blue sky is a great blue peace sky. Off. That's <laughs> a peace it offer. It is a good, but yeah. it's a it's a peace offer. Yeah. So it, and that's what I'm saying. You know, I forgive you, but now let's start walking through the process together. I think it's dumb, to, and I do it too. It's dumb to go say, you know, I forgive you for this, and you say, you know, okay, I'm sorry. And then we never talk about it again, that you're not dealing with anything. I mean, marriage counseling, you don't do that. If there's a problem in the relationship. How about if the person who did you wrong has died and has passed on? Well, it gets into what I was talking about with that pastor. It's the same thing. as He don't want to talk to you. Yeah, I'm I'm basically dead to him now. Yep. Yeah, basically, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Tough. So, and that, that... that almost makes it worse shame. because you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, shame. Shame. <laughs> shame. It's tough. Forgiveness. It's a dynamic, com- a dynamic uh, part of life. It, it. I don't. I don't. I'm like. I think that's just. It's a regular practice. I think if you say you get it, then you don't get it. <laughs> if you say, yeah, I don't have a problem forgiving people. I think that's somebody that probably doesn't even understand forgiveness. Yeah, it's tough. Because it's impossible for a person to say, I forgive you, and never think about it again. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, we're not God. We can't do that. That's a good, that, that's a good segue, because I, I want to throw something out here. My, Carrie and I were talking about this last night, this subject, and we were saying, well, wh- shouldn't there be something to suggest what does unforgiveness look like? Yeah, that's what that was going to be my question a second ago. What, what is it? What is how you going to recognize a person who has unforgiveness? And this yeah. is just my yeah. wife and I spitballing together. Yeah, spitball it. So we came up with four. We came up with four, and I, I'm like, okay, that's well, three. Because you like odd numbers. <laughs> you know, 43, 43 40. men. <laughs> 43, no. Focus. Next year he'll be 43. Maybe that was. A bunch of babies. <laughs> all right, I'll do three. I'll read three of them. How about that? You can read all four. I'll read three with one bonus. Read three that? and then just read the other one a little bit later. Yep, under the radar. Spit out real quick. So, yep, so he yep. doesn't catch it. Okay, here's what I got. Number one, if you if you have unforgiveness, you maybe don't want to be around that person, right? Could that be a sign of unforgiveness? Two, they see you. You would see the worst in that person, and begin to even demonize them. Do you do that? Three, talk bad about them. All right, if you got unforgiveness, you maybe talk bad about that person. As another sign. Mm-hmm. And then the bonus one, you don't speak life into that person, or even you don't speak life into anybody. 
because you've got unforgiveness in you. And I like that because I'm going, can you know, whoever hears this, can you test yourself? Can you check yourself based off of just those? And I bet there's a lot more out there, signs of unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. But you got to start somewhere. Check yourself. Yeah. Check yourself. Yeah. Do you do you are you dealing with it? it Which it, just because you don't like being around somebody doesn't mean necessarily. Yep. Because you send a boundary. There's a lot this. we could do with this. A lot we could say on it. And and uh, not being around somebody, yes, sometimes you forgive them, but you go, hey, you know, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep your you're distance. gonna need to stay over there. Look, using but, but, but is the it is being, it done out of a setting boundaries or is it done out of a unforgiveness? Yeah, and I would say I would say if, if they're if you don't want to be around them because they they're some of the people that we've worked with are like a prime example of this. If their personality affects your walk. You can forgive them, but you know being around that person puts you in a bad place, and you may just not like their personality. Mm. I mean, there's other Christians mm. that we just don't like their personality. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean we don't love them. Exactly. And, and too, I'm not, on, on, the, on this one, I'm just going, okay, these are just signs well, yeah, it's that definitely you sign. may have For sure. unforgiveness. Because yeah. yeah. we're talking about unforgiveness here, and the perils, perils? The perils, perils. I wasn't yeah. sure what word you were even saying. <laughs> there. Y'all, I can't help you. With perils. That. The, per, the perils the of unforgiveness, or what the harbor, you know, of harboring unforgiveness. Of harboring, yeah. This, these might be signs that you maybe don't. Mm-hmm. And if you if you live, if you think about them, guaranteed you're going to go. Yeah, maybe I've got that or this. And if you know somebody who you haven't forgiven. You're going to be able to be honest with yourself alone, mm-hmm. uh, and and you'll you'll recognize I didn't forgive. Mm-hmm. Maybe I thought I did, but I maybe I still do some of that stuff. Well, let me; those are good signs, uh, possible signs of unforgiveness. Let me ask y'all this, and we didn't put a, a list down, but what would be signs that you are on the road to forgiveness? Probably being able to speak into their life would. Then obviously, you know that would be, you, you would be able to speak lovingly. You'd be able to speak openly with them, pour into them. If Being you forgive to... somebody, I've forgiven you a hundred times, dude. <laughs> Me that's too. It. Straight up. Today, just a hundred. Today, okay, that's a little. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was like, dang, I'm better than I thought. But <laughs> today, well, compa- comparing like, it to, he's like in the shame. last hundred seconds, <laughs> yeah. comparing it to to his list. I mean. If you, if you don't see those things in you, but mm-hmm. say you, instead of you start seeing that instead of speaking negative about them, we'll use that one mm-hmm. on its own. Mm-hmm. You start, okay, this may get on my nerves that they do this, this, and this, but look at what they do. Look at all these positive that, things they yes. do. Yes. And I, yes. I would say is you start I love going more that way. Mm-hmm. And starting it's still, to see the positive. Yeah. It still may mean things. that you don't really want to be around So starting either. to maybe <laughs> see a work that yeah. God's doing in their lives. Yeah. Starting to see them or using the them yeah. to do work in others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're you're seeing that you know what they do also they do this amazing thing in the kingdom over here, or I see them treat these people. Yeah, seeing the positive, definitely. Starting to pray more for them. Maybe you start seeing their walk with God. I mean, starting to be like yeah. they're becoming a powerhouse, and so that doesn't yeah. make you jealous. They're, you're actually proud of them. Like, wow, they're they're beyond me now. Yeah, that's fantastic. So I mean, it's, and again, you may still, they may they may not be your best friend, but 
you can see all those good things in them. You can see that their relationship with God and what they're doing in ministry and their heart for the Lord. Yeah, their heart for the Lord. Man, I think about I think about, and this is kind of going back to the man. This is good. This is a thing. We're right up against it. Deep but rolling. One guy in particular, which I'm not going to name his name. If I'm going to be real about it, I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't stand this dude. I thought he was an idiot. I mean, I thought the worst kinds of things about him. But now that I'm looking back, I'm like, oh, you know, it missing the opportunity of forgiveness. Yeah. Forgiveness is such a great witness to the lost or to the saved. Mm-hmm. Heck, even us saved need to be witnessed to still. Mm-hmm. We're never going to be perfected Let until me, we get home. You told me a cool story about Jace Robertson. No, and, oh, I was going to bring that up earlier. I know what you're about to say. Go oh, ahead. my gosh. This seems like a case of forgiveness. Let's close in, it out on this. Go ahead. In the moment. Yeah. Apparently, the dude's getting beat up by Whipped. another dude. And he was only like 18. Yeah. 19, so he's getting like beat up at 18 young years. Over a girl. Uh, yeah. 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 And uh, apparently, while he's... You say 18 years young? I will punch <laughs> you. Oh, my gosh. And see if you can forgive me while can I punch you. Can you finish the story? We're all waiting. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> He's, was this not right? Was he not witnessing to this guy about God? Yeah. While the guy was beating him up. While the guy was beating him up. Telling him about the, yeah, it was crazy. Who ever heard of that? Are yeah. you, that's like, is that like forgiving someone? And he said his flesh wanted to, you know, but. So he's forgiving him right there. Yeah. And I'm oh, like, yeah. that's quick turnaround time. Some of this that's other stuff. Turner. That's quite a few times. Bam, I forgive you. Bam, I forgive you. Bam, I forgive you. That to me, I love that story. I've I've never once been punched in the face and forgave immediately. <laughs> never. I may still be harboring some of no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you get punched in the face is like that's a major offense, high crime. But to forgive right then and be witnessing, I'm like, there we go. Yeah. That guy's not perfect, but I sure do admire that. That that type of thing is what I think Jesus did it constantly getting mm-hmm. spat on, kicked, mm-hmm. ripped to shreds. Amen. Father, forgive them, forgive them. Well, I love it, fellas. That went quick. That was a uh, Miles. You want to get any plugs in on sharing? That would take too long. Okay. <laughs> okay. So if y'all will please like like it on uh like like it, you know, rate it, give it whatever rating you're going to, uh leave a review, share it on social media. We sure would appreciate it and it helps us out quite a bit. Uh Miles, you're the guest, so you get to close us out in prayer. Lord, thank you for bringing us here together. Thank you for the opportunity to do this in the first place. Thank you for all the the blessings that you've given to me even though I don't deserve them. I ask, Lord, that you help us practice what we've talked about today mm-hmm. and learn to forgive others, learn to forgive other Christians and ourselves. Help us just to continue on our walk, continue to seek after you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, that was great, fellas. Go ye into all the world. And preach the gospel. Amen.
your cat at you. This is what this is all about. I'm trying to help you. Growth. Help me help you. Shame. Shame.